Welcome to another Wednesday, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger from DansFish.com. And we have Lumpy Dog in the house already modding like a madman. So we are ready to go. Um, I have with me someone that I'm going to introduce shortly. And before we do that, I'm going to update you on a thing or two that's going on. Hang on, I gotta pop up my chat, it left me. Hey everybody, welcome, glad you're all piling in. Glad you're all here. So Daryl, welcome back. Good to see you. Good to see you, prolific. Glad you're still here, prolific, even after I sent you some fish. No, <laughs> they did good, right, I hope. Um, HC Aqua, Peter, Jeff Rose. Hey, Jeff Rose, you made it. It's been a little while, brother. Baseball season, right? Um, let's see here. Who else do we got coming on in Tampa? Tom, Tampa. Good to meet you. I think you're new to the stream. Forgive me if I've forgotten meeting you before, but welcome. Welcome. Glad you are here. Um, Candy, Candy made it. Hope you're doing well, Candy. Hope everything is fine up Norte. <laughs> Master B's fishing things. Well, welcome to the stream, Master B's. Good to have you. Um, the other Bob, Bob Kaler is always, we're good to see, good to see you, Bob. And, uh, <laughs> Ringatui, <laughs> like the pasta, but different. <laughs> Bald and dangerous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Dan came over from Jeff Rose and we'll sub you. Yeah. We got to stick together. You know, we got this going on. Got to stick together. <laughs> Yeah. Ed, welcome, Ed. Good to see you. Priscilla, glad you made it. Glad you made it. So I think everybody knows, but this is my wife, Brenda. Hello. Um, and I'll introduce her in just a, a little bit after I do a couple updates. And then we'll be able to kind of pick her brain a little bit. Um, we have things in a slightly different configuration. So if you can't hear me or you can't hear her, would you just put a note down in the chat so we can move the mic a little bit and things like that? Because we're trying to mic two people up and it's just a little different. So a couple of things before we get into the main topic today, which is going to be what's it like to be married to someone with MTS, multiple tank syndrome, which I definitely, <laughs> definitely have. Um, and also we can talk just general fish stuff. I can answer lots of questions about breeding a lot of different types of fish, not all of them, but I've experienced with many kinds and about shipping fish. I can talk about that. Any, any breeding projects you have, any questions you might have about care, or if anyone's building a fish room or anything like that, I think this is number six. <laughs> so 20 <laughs> number 20. So know a thing or two about building fish rooms. So the first thing is behind us, you'll see this baby, which uh, is now all painted and ready to go. And on it, we have the 100 gallon aquarium. Up top's gonna go the 125, which I have, I just haven't moved yet. So this sucker I drilled, got the tank all ready to go, cut out the lids for it. And um, I'm gonna be plumbing this thing and getting this up and going. My hope is that before next live stream, I have the tanks on there and plumbed and 
at least ready to go, hopefully water in them. So this will be the new backdrop for the uh, live stream, but we'll position the camera a little different so it shows a little better. Um, all right, so that's the first thing I wanted to report. This project's still coming along. We've been working on it. The second thing is I have been talking with my friend in Nigeria about the fish that are coming. We finalized some things today. And so it looks like things are in progress. So he's going to start collecting hopefully this week or next week. As soon as he's got all the fish collected, he will schedule an airport, uh, you know, the plane that they're going to come in on, and then I'll know the shipping date. But we're going to get a bunch of neat wild killifish from Africa, from Nigeria, a couple species of cichlids, a couple species of really rare tetras, Kerosens and some, one species of catfish, one of my favorites, the glass catfish. So that's what's been going on. So we're going to kind of pick Brenda's brain. Um, and I have a question that I want to start off with, which is, Brenda, what's your favorite fish in the fish room? If you had to pick one, what's the your favorite? The angelfish. The angelfish? Why? Um... Because they're big and beautiful. Just like me? Just like you. <laughs> and then if you had to pick your least favorite fish in the fish room, which one would that be? Um, the ones that crawl that remind the, me of the a gobies? Bug. I don't know. The ones in that tank? I don't know. No, no not that tank. Oh, okay. Crawly Maybe fish. Maybe it's shrimp. Maybe it's shrimp. Shrimp, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Crawly, creepy crawlies? Creepy crawly fish. All right. So, uh, man, hopefully Flip Aquatics never sees this. He does shrimp. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So I'm going to um, look through the chat to see if there's any questions for Brenda. Anything you want to know about, well, you could really embarrass me. You can ask her anything about me or this fish room or just the kind of what it's like to be in this madness. So I'm going to scroll down and see if we have any questions in that vein. And if not, I'll just start answering general questions till we get some that are a little bit on topic, but don't feel like you have to stay completely on topic, but uh, it is a chance to get some really good dirt on me <laughs> from someone who knows everything about me. So, <laughs> um, so it should be fun. So a lot of folks are saying hello to Brenda, also hello, known as everybody. Mrs. Dan's Fish. I'll take it. All right. So let's see if we're, we're looking here. Nice to meet you all. G-Bear says, I must say 12 out of 12 rainbows are all healthy. Also the packaging on the shipment first class. Thanks again. All right, G-Bear. So glad they got there. So glad they got there. They're tricky because those were, um, a lot of those were big rainbows, not little guys. So you have to treat them a little special when you package them. So I'm glad they all got there and they're doing well. Oh, hey, look at that. So we're going to jump straight to the super chat because that's what they're for. Uh, Corey Boy, giving us a super chat of $4.99. Thanks for all you do. I get to watch again, lol. Yes, glad you are here. Glad you are here. And please meet the missus. Have a spot of tea. Come on in. Sit down by the fire. <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Corey boy, for being here. Um, 
Alrighty. Oh, I gotta take my socks off or my feet get so warm in this fish room. That's what was going on there in case you were wondering. <laughs> Prolific Breed says fish are all alive. Good. Glad they're still doing well. Mayhem. Hey, I'm with Jeff Rose, if that's okay with you. <laughs> we'll allow it. We'll allow it. <laughs> People saying hi to Brenda. Audio's good. Excellent. Excellent. Charlie. Hey, welcome, Charlie. Just scrolling down looking for questions for Brenda. We all have MTS here. Yep. My name is, hello, my name is Dan and I have MTS. <laughs> Q Aquatics, just got out of piano lessons. Hi, everyone. Well, speaking of piano lessons, I guess I forgot to say much about you. Um, so Brenda teaches a few things. Want to talk about that? I uh, teach piano and sometimes voice lessons, and I am also a writer. Yep. She's got so. two novels published. Yep. So she's my sugar mama. Working <laughs> on that. <laughs> so a writer and a musician. And uh, yeah. So awesome, Suzy Q, with the piano lessons. All right, scrolling. <laughs> Lumpy dog, the camera needs to move to your left. We still we still see you on the screen. Yeah, this would be a lot nicer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. For those who haven't checked out Lumpy Dog's channel, he has a really funny video that kind of parodies Fish Fam videos. And it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, all right. People saying hi. I'm catching up. I'm catching up. Q Aquatics. Hey, I want to try killifish. We'll get to that, Suzy Q, after we talk to Brenda a bit. So I'm scrolling down looking for Brenda stuff. Um, once we've got that out of the way, then we'll go talk about general fish stuff. But while we've got her, I want to take advantage. Um, <laughs> MTS, well, sounds like a covert drug deal just with fish. Yeah. You see one? You see one? How hard is it being married to a fishmonger? All right, I'm going to shut up and let her tell you. <laughs> well, Dan has told you this amazing fish room that he's built downstairs, but what he has not mentioned was that this basement used to have quite a large pantry full of food for the family. And it was nice and cool down here, so it was a natural, cool pantry for the food. We also had quite a nice laundry room down here. No longer here. We also had a bathroom down here. No longer here. We also had storage shelves for all kinds of stuff. No longer here. So basically, none of my stuff is down here anymore. It's all, it's all belongs to this man right here. But that's okay. The pantry now shares space with the snakes. They now share a room. I don't know if he told you we have snakes. Um, oh, is that a secret? No, no, they don't. Um, and the, the laundry room is now in the hallway upstairs where everybody has to walk through. But, you know, sacrifices so that he can do his thing. Um, when we were in California... <laughs> And we lived in an apartment that was like 900 square feet. Well, we had 
19 fish tanks in our bedroom, just all piled up. And people would come in in here and be like, what? What is this? And we, we, had, we had a lot of people in our bedroom. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. And um, so in the family room, there was a 90 gallon tank. And then on the porch, there was nine more tanks that were like 50 gallons. So, and that was, you know, in a 900 square feet apartment. Um, sometimes in our, in our apartment, I would have to put my makeup on with the uh, fry brewing in no, whatever. The brine shrimp. The brine shrimp <laughs> brewing next to me, splattering on me. Yeah, so. And I think uh, the biggest thing that I don't have to put up with anymore was the fish food in the freezer smelling up the chicken and the butter and whatever else. Yeah, so. Yeah, everything. That's kind of what it's like. Everything had an aftertaste of brine shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. When he cuts that stuff up, it smells so bad. <laughs> All right. Well, wow. I might not make it through this. <laughs> I'm going to come out not looking good. But she has given up a lot over the years, so I can keep in touch with what I love. So oh, I do appreciate it. that. Um, let's see if there's any others. <laughs> um, do you see any more? Okay, we'll keep scrolling. How much this. housework does Dan get out of claiming to be working in the fish room? Oh, jeez. A lot. Who's that? Lumpy. <laughs> Man, Lumpy Dog's got the good news. I would say daily, frequently, quite, quite a lot. Yep. Although he did do dishes tonight, so good job for that. I'm so glad I did because <laughs> then you could say it. <laughs> then I could say it. Oh, in dinner. First time for everything, so. Who cooked no. dinner first And time? he cooked dinner for me. He really wanted me to do this live stream, so he was I, he was really playing I it like, up tonight. So Brenda was tired today because we've got a, a child who's going to science camp super early, and so she's having to get up pretty early, and we're kind of night people. Yeah. Um, musician, theater I stayed guy. up riding really late last night. Yeah, so. she was riding last night. So, um, so she was really tired, so I was like, okay, Go to bed, get a nap, I'll cook dinner, I'll get the dishes done. So so she could like be here and not be stressed about it. So yes. Yeah. It's Worked out nice. though. You're doing a good job giving them all the dirt. <laughs> all right. So that was Lumpy Dog. Let's see. Uh Jeff Rose. The crawly things. Yeah. Those this Caridina shrimp, they're pretty vicious, you know, with their little fan claws. <laughs> Brenda, does he ever bore you with fish talk? <laughs> Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, he does. He'll bring me down down to the basement and say, look at these guys. Aren't they cute? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, those are really cute. And we'll stare at them for about five seconds. And then and then I'm done. And he could s just sit there for five hours. And I'm usually done after about five seconds of the of showing me what they do. <laughs> so on that topic, tell them about what it's like when I take you to a fish medium like killifish meeting or something oh. <laughs> <laughs> well first of she all they, this. they always try to get me to buy the fish they think that i'm a beginner but really i'm just married to this guy and still a beginner i guess if you think of it that way and they're always trying to get me to buy the easy fish the easy fish here these are the these are the best fish for you and i'm like I, i'm just i'm just here with him that's that's yeah, but all. you need your own fish here do you yeah. And I, it's, it's really hard to get them off topic talking about 
talking about the little swimming animals. So, yeah. Yeah, there's been, Brent has sat through many a time when a kindly older, it's usually a kindly older gentleman, I don't know why, is trying to help her out and like, here, you need this and this and this. And she's like, I'm just here with this guy. <laughs> yeah, but you got to get this. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see <laughs> what else um brenda do oh, you you have to read this brenda this is lumpy dog go ahead i, I it looks like a trick i don't think i want to we want to see if you say that name correctly or not nah. dan please ask brenda to say boila <laughs> in in your defense, he spelled it wrong. It's V I O. Oh, viola, V I O, V. It's like yeah, yeah. So we spent two weeks ago. We spent a good part of the live stream trying to figure out how to say Viola's name, but it, it's Viola, like violin. Viola. So, so Brenda plays violin too and teaches that. Has taught that hasn't yeah. for a little while, but so that's easy yeah. for me to remember. That's how I remembered it. So I could come back a week later and nail it because I was like, like violin, got it. <laughs> Brenda, um, have you ever owned fish yourself? Uh, not since I was like 10. I think they were goldfish and my mom fed them to the neighbor's piranha. So <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I didn't even know this. Yeah. So not since then, just, just this guy. Um, let's see. Lucky girl took his socks off. Excellent. <laughs> the shoes were already off. That's that's when it's bad. I remember Brenda lifting your aquariums when you were building oh, out your restroom. Yeah. Well, tell him what you did with me earlier today. Oh, yeah. He is constantly asking me to lift tanks. <laughs> like, come help me put this 100-gallon tank on the stand, baby. And the, dude, she's the best, like, she like, she's got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> the best was when... Uh, when we got all these tanks for the fish oh, room man. and they were just lined up on our driveway, there's 69 of them and they're all stacked. And he was asking me to hold them up here so he could get them down. And that was, that was tough. That was hard work. We had a cool camp out. Um, when we first got these tanks, I had all these 75 gallons and I had them all lined up on my driveway so I could drill them and paint them and everything. And it took a few days. And so, I was really worried that, you know, someone would walk by and be under the influence of something and take a rock and throw them and be like, hey, that was fun. Let's do that some more and smash them all or something. And so, so I put a tent up in the yard and I camped out in the yard until the I could, whole family did. Yeah. Until I could get the tanks down here. And we ended up, the kids were like, this is awesome. And we ended up having like a cool three days or whatever, three nights of camping out. So that was actually kind of fun, but Man, I remember I was so nervous that someone was going to come by and take a rock and Yeah, I wasn't nervous, smash but he was nervous. <laughs> uh, I, let's see, Brenda, who hit on who? Oh, well, that's oh, easy. He, yeah, go ahead. He, he, was definitely, he was definitely chasing me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I tried really hard not to like him, but it was, it was tough. So look at the two of us <laughs> and take a guess at who had to do the pursuing. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. It was his hair. That's why I fell for him. My luscious hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you think about fish room and would change it if you did it? Let's see. Um, 
Oh gosh, I think I think he's brilliant at the at what he's set up here. I wouldn't change a thing except for maybe adding on so I could have my pantry and my laundry room back. Yeah, just carve out <laughs> a space for a pantry and a laundry yeah. room. But yeah. it's it's beautiful the way you set it up. Let's see. Cool, I'm a piano teacher too. Awesome. Who's that? Uh, K Aquatics, is that how you say it? Oh, good. Good, good, good. Cool. Chicklet is a big deal. Sarah Dunn, the creator of American Housewife, is a friend of mine. Cool. Wait, where? Sarah has authored several books. That's awesome. Oh, got That's it, awesome. got it, yeah. All right. Let's see. We love you for sharing Dan with us. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> she thank does. You. She does. It's, it is not, I mean, I do have to say I'm fortunate to have someone that will kind of be like, okay, Wednesday nights, I know what you're doing. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Actually, she's probably like, dude, go downstairs and do your live stream. Just, just, I need an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, HC Aqua says, oh man, I'm still sharing my freezer for fish food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's well, the fish food wasn't even the worst of it. The worst of it was the mice for the snakes. That, oh yeah, that was worse. That was pretty That worse. was worse. Yeah. The worst is when he whapped the mice on the head. All right, that was we're worse. not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> how, ma how many kids do you have? We have two kids. Yep. One's going in junior high. That's know, pretty she, scary. She just graduated from, do you graduate from elementary? She just finished elementary. And, Thank goodness uh, they don't do graduations for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot a light. We're blessed to have supportive spouses. Yeah, give give your wife a extra something, extra something tonight. Well, I feel like anyone. We've been together 15 years, and so if you've been married that long and haven't figured out how to make the fish stuff work, if you're as into it as someone like I am is you're probably not still together. <laughs> <laughs> I knew from the very beginning I would have to share him with fish. Yeah, so before we got married, I warned her. What did I tell you about? Do you remember? No. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I mean, before we got married, she knew that I was into critters, uh, for sure. I mean, I was living in an animal hospital. When he we literally met. was living in one. Yeah. <laughs> so, they had an apartment in the back, and one of my jobs was to stay over at this apartment so that if anything went wrong with one of the animals during the night, I would be there to care for the animals. So I was literally living in an animal hospital when I met my wife. So, yeah. so she had a, a good idea of what, well, the idea versus the reality is always different, but she knew a little After bit. After the first about year of marriage, I had a pretty good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty good idea. Yeah. Let's see. Do you name the fish? Well, sometimes the kids name the fish. Um, I can barely keep track of all of the species, let alone <laughs> naming them all. Um, so I don't know, do you name the fish? I don't name the fish. Well, I, I did I have one fish that's named. So most of you probably have seen it, but for those that haven't, I have a 75 gallon aquarium with a bunch of platinum angel fish in it. And when I ordered those, one of them wasn't platinum, it was a gold. And so I call that one Goldie, super original, or Goldilocks. It goes back and forth. So I have named one fish, and um, I don't think I'll be selling that fish ever. I, I think it's got a little place in my heart, um, little Goldie. 
but yeah uh no we don't the, the kids name the fish uh and play with them and stuff um but in fact brenda wishes i would identify the fish better because yeah she helps me on shipping days when they're really busy like this last monday we were down here like we made it to the post office with, with about 30 seconds to spare <laughs> I mean, 529 it was, it was i can't uh, believe you're telling them that well, it, it was a busy day is my point. And so she was helping and um, she was like, man, you got to change the labels on these because I know where they all are. So I don't necessarily keep up with the labels yeah. very well. So. And he's like, just get the males, no females or vice versa. <laughs> just get the females, no males. I'm like, which one are the females? <laughs> I don't know. They're all mixed together. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm learning. learning what She's kind doing of fish a good are. job. Yeah. yeah. Grabbing them kind of. Freaks me out sometimes. So but. she's talking about the Corydoras. So we had an order of uh, which Corys? Corydoras elegans that went out this uh, this week. And so with the Corys, you don't want to use nets much because their spines will get caught in the nets. In fact, small tangent, and then we'll get back to Brenda, I promise. It really upsets me because a lot of times you'll see, like when I order from the importer or from a fish farm or from... A wholesaler. This happens most frequently with albino and neas just because I think they're a cheap fish. They aren't treated well all the time, but they'll actually come and sometimes their pectoral fins will be, um, will be broken. And it's because they were caught in a net, stuck in the net. And instead of gently taking them out or instead of using the proper thing to catch the fish with in the first place, they just tear them out and it, it hurts their fins. And so we, we are really careful with the quarries. And so we scoop them out with our hands. We catch them with a really fine mesh net so they can't get caught. And then we put them in a container and bag them by catching them with our hands. And that's, it's a little freaky <laughs> for, for Brenda, especially with their little spines. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Something else you got to get used to as a spouse if you're helping yeah, with fish stuff. Is so. Catching catfish. <laughs> What else yep. do we got? Let's see. Dan, you look so happy tonight. Thank you, Brenda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just a rictus smile. Is I'm like, don't, don't tell him anything too bad. Don't tell him anything too bad. <laughs> like how I took away your bathroom and your pantry and your yeah. laundry room. <laughs> I didn't take them away. I, I moved them upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Let's see. Do you have a tank up in the house? Family tank? Or you own fish, or do you only sell them? Um, mostly right now, we just sell them. We've had beautiful show tanks before, like in that 900-square apartment we had. The 90-gallon 90, 90 tank was a beautiful show tank that we had as, as pets. But usually, we just keep them for selling, breeding. For breeding. Yeah. 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 I'm, almost all the tanks I have always, my whole life, have been set up to breed so very utilitarian um not every you know i'll do one i'll have one that's really pretty and then the rest all just functional um optimized for for breeding uh projects but yeah right now we don't have a tank that's really set up nicely that's what's going to go up behind us is we'll have a, a really nice 125 um it's not going to be aquascaped to the point of perfection or anything like that but it'll be a decent looking tank. So, yeah. 
All right. Let's see. Have you Fishing two glass. ever worked together in theater? Well, he's more of an actor and I'm more of a singer, so we usually do separate stuff. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah. If karaoke counts. <laughs> well, you've helped me. When I was the MC in Cabaret, you helped me. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I coach him with, with singing, but we've never actually been on stage together, which is kind of a shame, except for, you know, little stuff like karaoke. Yeah, well, we've done talent shows and, like, fundraisers and stuff yeah, like that and done little true. acts together around. Um we did music of the night from Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. <laughs> Some other stuff. Um, so I used to think I was somewhat talented. I used to think I was a decent singer. And then I met my wife and I heard her sing. And then I realized I'm really bad. <laughs> and so, so I, I, I'm definitely not classically trained or anything, but so like a role like the MC in Cabaret is perfect for me because it's character driven, not lyric driven. So when I choose, I don't often do musicals, but when I do, I choose a role that it's not all about the virtuosity of the voice. It's about the character. And, and I, I can thrive in those roles. And yeah, I, rely, those roles. I rely on her a lot in those roles to, uh, to coach me vocally through the rehearsal process. The other thing is if I'm not in a show, like a musical, I'm not working on my singing voice. It's not a priority for me. So I have to get it back each time. So I'll never be a great singer, but but I'm a really good actor. And so usually in non-musicals or musicals that have certain certain kinds of musicals I can do. And she helps with that a lot. But I've helped her a little bit too with um, like stage presence and things like that, I think. But we tried once. Tell me about when I tried to have you teach me piano. Piano? Yeah. You mean voice? No, I mean piano. Was it voice? It was voice. Oh, okay. He wasn't a very good student. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't take instruction very well from yeah. me. Anyway. Like, it's okay coaching me through a part, but I remember one point I was like, okay, I want to learn how to sing for real. Teach me. And I had to do it for a class. Spouses and he, cannot yeah. do that. Yeah. You just can't. It just doesn't. The dynamic does not work. Don't try that at home. <laughs> yeah, don't try that at home. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Let's see. You're obviously a good fit and compliment each other. Dan, lighten hey, up on yourself. She obviously That's sees awesome. something in you. Glad you included her in the stream. Brenda, what would you ask as a do-over? Let's see. Um, maybe a little bit of warning for all the all the stuff around the house, like the, the brine shrimp in the bathroom <laughs> brewing. I don't I don't I don't know. Just just a little bit more warning of of stuff like hey i need to put the brine trip in the bathroom yeah so that was eight <laughs> years ago and she's still thinking about it like it was yesterday oh so. sorry sorry about that <laughs> no it's okay <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying we've come a long way since then but you can tell it was actually a thing because she's still upset i'm not upset <laughs> <laughs> but i do remember it i do remember it splashing on me <laughs> um yeah i, I didn't quite know how much he was into into fish until until we were married for sure um so i guess you you don't know how to really warn somebody about that because he did try to warn me <laughs> um but really i don't i can't think of i can't think of anything else um because like this basement we did even though i i joke about him taking everything away i i did agree to it obviously so i i can't think of anything can you um there's one thing I would change in here. 
but mm -hmm. I'll get into that another time. That's kind of detail oriented. It'll take us on a tangent, which will be boring for you for sure. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that <laughs> another time. But, yeah. All right. Okay, anything else out here? Did you guys have room for a pond? When are you getting one? <laughs> well, he wants one. <laughs> I, have the, I have the stock tank in the backyard right now. Yeah. Our backyard <laughs> is, is not very big. I don't think there's going to be room for a yeah, pond. No. Um, but he definitely wants one some someday. I would love to have a pond, but there's no way I could do it right now without it completely dominating the yard. And we want that open for the kids to play in and stuff at this point in our lives. Yeah. So, so not in this property, I don't think. I've got a hundred gallon stock tank out back that I used to have here and I used it for water storage and like uh, prepping water that I would use to refill the tanks with and things like that before I had the automatic system and before I had the 300 gallon storage container I eventually got. But that's free now, but it's not much of a pond. It's a hundred gallons, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan, you got lucky. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm clear Thank on you. that. That's right. That's, that's very nice. I'm, I'm clear on that. On all, <laughs> so clear. <laughs> she didn't even have to tell me. Like, I figured that out all on my own. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Let's get a snippet of some singing. Not tonight. Another time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got some. Well, do you have any on up online that people could check out? Or no, you don't have any, do you? I can, I'm planning on putting some up online. So we'll let you know when some go up online. Um, I've got some acid reflux I don't, problems I don't, right now, so I don't want to sing. Yeah, that would be painful. Yeah. But. Well, also, spur of the moment, it's hard. Like, it's really not something where you can just, like, be like, Unless you've been preparing. It's, Unless you've been to family dinner. then Yeah. Okay. Then if you, you ever come over. So anyone that's coming through Sheridan, Wyoming, as people so often do, because we're on the main thoroughfare of the world. <laughs> anyone that comes through, let us know in advance. And we don't have a problem with you coming down and checking out the fish room and stuff. And if there's time, we, we don't mind sharing meals. And then you'll get the full effect of how silly it gets around here. Yeah. Add the kids in. It gets a little. Yeah. They're in theater, too. They just finished yeah. a play. Yeah. They take after dad for sure. Let's see. The rumor is that it's really Brenda's fish room and Dan is just acting like this. Yes. Yeah, he is a good actor. It is my fish room. They're all mine. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about him. Definitely his fish room. So, but yeah. Well, we all know that everything actually belongs to the boss yeah. in the end, right? So. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? He's got a good lawyer. What fish would you like Dan to get in? Oh, yeah. Um, what do you like? Well, I don't really know any kinds of fish, but he always likes the little teeny ones. I, I like the bigger ones, um, like those orange ones that grew. <laughs> you know, I, this is how well I know them. I oh, know them by color. Talk, so she likes the eerie and red rainbow fish. Yep. The, and the angel fish. big and they're, you know, bright colored. The platinum angels, because they're big and, yeah. I mean, they're hard to miss. Yeah. Um, and I like like the obscure little things like like killifish, which are often tiny, little um, like tiny little licorice gouramis, you know, things like that. That's yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, the little the little ones are nice, too, but I like more ones that grow 
ones that grow bigger. Big enough to see without really looking. Yeah. <laughs> so I know what he's talking about when they do something cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Let's see. Careful, you will have a house full of fish nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my son especially really likes critters and, and all kinds of stuff. Well, they, my son and daughter and Brenda, of course, but they helped me build this thing. Um, I have a video called like how to build fish racks or aquarium racks or something like that, or building aquarium racks or stands. I don't remember, but they're in there and they're like putting it together and drilling and all that stuff. So they, it was kind of like a, I mean, I did a lot of it, but whenever they were free, the, the kids would come down and help. And that's one thing I like about it is it's like yesterday, um, this hundred gallon tank, I had it outside and my daughter helped me paint it. So it's just something that we can do together. They yeah, love feeding nice. the fish. Um, Hannah helped us pack. She helps us pack the fish quite a bit. There's a few parts of the process that she knows well enough that we can just say, hey, do this, and she'll do it. She knows how much water to put in the bags and gets all the bags all prepped and things like that. Um, so they really do, they really are interested and they really enjoy it. Their favorite thing in the world is to stick their hand in the, in the clown barb tank because then all the clown barbs just like, you know, nibble on them. Um, or the guppy tank. The guppies do it too. So, yeah. Dan actually had us drill uh, the the fish racks in, onto the ceiling. Oh, that's right. <laughs> to get them out of the way. So my job during that thing was basically to hold things up forever. So at some point during the construction of this fish room, um, build, I had some of the fish racks built. But we had to put the floor down and we had to do it then because the contractor that was doing the insulation was on his way and we had to like get stuff done in a certain order. And so um, I forget if that was it. Some, there was something like that going on. And so I was like, how are we? Get, we can't get the stands out of the out of the fish room. They're too big to fit up the stairs at that angle. And I was like, I am not tearing these apart. So I just took them and I just drilled them into the ceiling. <laughs> and so all the fish racks were up drilled into the ceiling while the floor was getting done or the walls were getting done or whatever it was that day. And, uh, <laughs> and she helped me lift them up there and drill them in. Yeah, hey, that's my job. Hold fish things up while he gets them down, put them up. While yeah. But I remember that I was floor. for a while. I was like, man, I have to take all these apart. And then I was like, oh no, I'm just drilling them into the roof. I'm just drilling. <laughs> They're just going to hang out up there. <laughs> yeah. Works fine. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Where did I put that suitcase? Nobody knows. <laughs> well, come on over. Yeah. How many 20 bags of Eco Complete do I need for 20 long? <laughs> come on. I don't know the answer to this. <laughs> That's a fun one. <laughs> That's hilarious. Are you going to answer it? No, that was just, that's yeah, funny because they asked you like a real actual technical fish question. I think, well, that's that, was, for you. I think that was a joke. Well, that was a is funny it, joke because I didn't get it Is it addressed to Brenda? Where is it? No, it says anyone. Oh, okay. So if that's an actual question, the truth is I have no idea. I've never used EcoComplete, but lots of people on this stream have. So if someone has, if you could answer if the person's actually wanting to know the question. I thought that they were asking Brenda like a technical fish question just, just for fun. Nope, won't know the answer to that. My daughter's working now at the theater. She's doing her internship. That's oh, awesome. Oh, cool, who's that? 
Where's that one? Oh, cool. G-Bear, right on. Right on. What area is she interested in? Um, design, technical, management, production, acting. Like, there's so much to theater. Fire up the barbecue. You got company, company. Actually, uh, this, guy's, yeah, tell this guy's turning 40 tomorrow. It's happening. And we are having a barbecue, so if you're all in town, come on over. Freaking 40 yep. years old tomorrow. 40, 40 years old. <sighs> this guy. Gosh. All right, let's see. I want to see another one. Do you okay, see another cool. One? So, um, we're, how far are we? We got about 20 minutes left or so. So, um, if anyone has anything else specifically for Brenda while we got her, put it down now and we'll get to them. And then if, when those run out, then I'll go back up and answer the questions that we've missed because we've been focusing on the questions for her. So, um, if anything comes, we'll answer those about her. And if not, we'll just continue with the general stuff. So, um, let's see here. Do you eat fish? Absolutely. What's your favorite kind of fish to eat? Salmon. Salmon. Salmon's pretty <laughs> good. We have, there's a place here in town that does salmon right. They do a good job yeah. with it. And, and he loves fishing, going up mountains and fishing. But, yeah, which I guess which is really kind of people funny. find ironic because <laughs> I love fish so much, but I... Um, I have a fishing buddy and it's kind of my every other Sunday or so I'll go up. The mountains here are awesome. We have these, like this is one of the benefits of being completely off the beaten track is just the pristine, cleanly nature of the thing. Um, I moved here from Los Angeles and so, you know, I'd gotten used to, you know, cities and clutter and smog and never seen the stars or anything like that. And there's things I miss about being in a city, which is you can find anything you need within like, you know, 20 minutes of you. Um, but what we have here that we didn't have in Los Angeles is just this beautiful, it's like a low stress kind of environment. The lakes are pristine. The rivers have some of the best fly fishing in the world. And just being out there um, is just kind of a wonderful experience we can see the stars every night um, so that's the good of it there's good and bad wherever you are that's the good and so I get up there every week or two and make sure to take some time you know what's your favorite way of cooking fish for me um, well it depends on the fish but in general I'll take a fish I'll put the skin side down and I'll just sear it super hot and depending on, on the thickness, I might just leave it in there. And that way the, the skin side takes the brunt of it until that skin is like crispy and comes off the bottom of the pan. If, if it's a thicker slice and I can't do that, then I might finish it in the oven. So I like that. I also like doing it on the barbecue and like sticking lemon wedges in them and, and sprigs of herbs in them and wrapping them in tin foil and putting them on the barbecue. Obviously he's the one who cooks the fish. Yeah. If, if we're eating fish, he cooks it. So, not always, I'm lucky but generally, yeah. yeah. Yep. Fried says Dank. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Everything's good fried, right? Pretty much. All right. So I think that yeah, the kids yeah. came down. Um, they they kind of knew they weren't supposed to, but here they are. <laughs> All right. I think uh, Mr. B's. Country lie. Yep, that's for sure. 
Um, well, I think that's probably it for Brenda, but thanks for being here. That was fun. Bye, everybody. <laughs> nice to meet you. See you again next time. So I'm going to um, scroll back to the top, see what I missed, and answer on the way down. And uh, hey, check that out. Wanna Happy birthday, that? Dan. Thanks for all the information you share with us and for taking the time to address everyone's questions. Hey, Bob, thank you. Thanks for being here. Um, thanks for the super chat. And more than that, just thanks for being here and participating every week and uh, making it so we have, you know, a discussion going on. That's that's what makes this fun. So. All right. So I'm going to scroll back up and uh, start on the questions. Thanks again. And I'll see you in a bit. All right. <laughs> All Bye, right. everybody. All righty. So y'all have met the misses. Oh, man. The quality of this view just dropped significantly, didn't it? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's just me now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, all right. So I don't want to leave anyone hanging. So I'm going to get up on the chat here, see if I missed anything and answer any questions um, that I can and get resituated here. So. Oh, so hang on. Do you hear that laughter? You probably don't hear it, but this is where it's coming from. Wait, where is she? There she is. So that's my daughter with her hand in the clown barb tank, which she loves to do, and just chuckling as they nibble at her and tickle her. <laughs> so <laughs> so it is kind of fun for the kids down here. All right. So let's see here. Okay, scrolling down. And let's find out what I missed. Bald and dangerous, best handle ever, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Mr. B's fishing things, close enough. Did I, oh, did I screw up something? Mr. B's fishing things. Oh, well, sorry if I did. Um, what did I say, Mr. D's? <laughs> if, you would think that a name like Mr. B's would be simple enough for me to get, but but Viola. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I get. I just past Lumpy Dog's comment about how the camera needed to scroll left some more because they could still see me. So that's where I'm at, if you're wondering. Just looking down here. Uh, Q Aquatics, hey all, I wanna try killifish. Well, you should, you should absolutely try killifish. If you haven't listened to it yet, there's a great podcast, uh, Corey showcased the Aquarius podcast, but on there, there's an episode that is great, which is with a killifish keeper. And so it has some great information in it. And he's been keeping fish since the 70s, at least. He might have been around since the very beginning of the AKA in the 60s. The AKA being the American Killifish Association. So I would highly recommend listening to that podcast. But if you're into killifish, 
by all means, try them. There, there's some awesome ones out there. And there's some that are really easy too. Like any large group of fish, some are super hard. Most though aren't really hard. So Fundilo Panchax Gardneri, super easy. Um, Aphiosemian Australi, usually pretty easy. Striatum, that's Aphiosemian striatum, pretty easy. So these are all fish that you could set up and get going without too much trouble. All right, scrolling, looking for <laughs> Mr. B's. Well, sounds like a, co a cover drug deal just with fish. MTS, is that what we're talking about? Um, Aquaprint is glass cats. Nice. Yes, I love glass cats. So I'll be getting some of those in from Nigeria. Jeff Rose and Charlie are having a tea party. <laughs> Lumpy dog. I thought that was hilarious. Please ask Brenda to save Viola. <laughs> Um, Peter Thiel, our buddy Jeff Rose was promoting your live stream hard. Well, thanks, Jeff Rose. I appreciate it. And I'm glad you could make it. Does this mean the baseball season's over for you or just, just for today? Oh, Aqua Apprentice asked, Brenda, have you ever owned a fish yourself? Oh, I think she answered that one. Not since I've been married to her, but when she was a kid, she did. Brenda, I think we might have skipped this one. Ed Sexton. Brenda, do you share the hobby or are you just a fish keeper's wife? Um, she helps me a lot, but I don't think this is something she would do if I wasn't here, if that makes sense. So when I'm out of town on trips, she'll feed the fish. If it's a long enough trip to merit that, she helps me pack the fish. She helps me all kinds of ways, but I don't think it's the hobby she would choose. She's Music is kind of her life, music and writing or the things she really enjoys. Um. <laughs> okay, still scrolling, looking for stuff just to make sure that I did not miss anything. So Peter, Chicklet is a big deal. Sarah Dunn, the creator of American Housewife is a friend of mine. Sarah has authored several books. Oh, chick lit, like literature. I get it now. I was going to ask, what's chick lit? But first, I, when she read it, I, I heard like, like the gum, like chicklets. <laughs> Lumpy dog, snake monger doesn't sound as good now. So the story with the snakes is um, I used to raise colubrids and fish and different birds and, you know, chameleons and mountain horn dragons and all kinds of stuff. Uh, animals has been a passion of mine since I can remember. And so right now we have five corn snakes and we didn't get them for me. They're not mine. We got them because my kids wanted them. And so we told the kids, yeah, but they're, you know, you want them today, but probably not. They last like 15, 20 years. You're probably not going to want them for the long term. And we're like, if, if you want to get them, you have to prove it. So do some research and then come to me and tell me what they need. So they did the research. They read a ton of stuff. 
and they told me all about the requirements and their lifespan and their life cycle and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, let's go to this, to the pet store, which is Petco here. It's all we have. And I want you to price out everything you would need to get this. And so they did. We went to the store and they, they knew what to look for because they had done the research and they priced it all out. And then I said, okay, if you really want these, and, and Brenda said too, it wasn't just me, but um, if you really want these, save up your money. And when you have earned enough to pay for that stuff, then we'll get them. And they spent, it took the, it took the kids about a year to do that, but they did. And so I knew that it'd be okay to get them for them because they'd spent a year working towards it. And it wasn't just like a fad, like they were just going to get them, think they were cool for a couple days and then move on to the next things like kids can do. So, so that's why we got the snakes. So we have five corn snakes for the kids. Um, <laughs> HC, we got to get you another freezer. <laughs> Separate the food. <clears throat> Man, we didn't miss a whole lot. Dink is trying to summon Steenfont. Steenfont. By, <laughs> so were you, Lumpy Dog, by having her say uh, <laughs> Viola. <laughs> Definition of Viola. Used to call attention to express satisfaction or approval or to suggest the appearances if by magic. Yeah, like a musician, right? But but she doesn't say it like that, Lumpy Dog, I don't think. She says, oh, wait. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Never mind. I get it. I think. <laughs> All right. So, you know what? It looks like we... We stayed on topic pretty good. I'm not picking up a ton here. Um, so we might, we might. The other Bob, you're obviously a good fit and compliment each other. Dan lined up on yourself. She's obviously sees something in you. It's hard not to with this glare. No, <laughs> glad you included her in the stream. Brenda, what would you ask for as a do-over? Oh, okay, she got into that. I remember that. So there's one thing in this room that I would change. And what it is, is when I, I have the filter lines, the air lines that feed the filters going through the top of the tank, through the back lid of the tank. And I've discovered that's a pain because then I can't get that back lid off very well because it's got all these air lines going through it. So if I were to do this again, I would cut off the corner of the lid and drill through the edge of the rim and run the lines through there so I could remove all the tops. So if you're going to build a fish room and you're making your own tops, think uh, something to think about. That's the one thing that, that I would change if I could, and I can, so I might. It wouldn't be that big of a deal to do it. <laughs> all right. Um, so Tampa Tom, anyone, how many 20 pound bags of eco complete do I need for 20 long? So if we could answer that, sorry, earlier Tampa Tom, I thought that, I thought that was a, a joke question for Brenda, not a real question, but it looks like a real question. So hopefully someone answered, I don't know. I used to do about a pound of gravel per 
gallon uh, when I had under gravel filters, but I don't know about EcoComplete specifically. So hopefully someone will chime in and let us know what they do. Oh, good, Corey boy. Maybe one, I think, but it depends on what you like. Cool, thanks. Because EcoComplete's like a lot lighter than regular gravel, right? Again, it's not something I use. Hey, Lumpy Dog, thank you for linking the Building Aquarium Racks video. So helpful. Jad Orsi, hello. Well, hello, Jad. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Wyoming is one of only seven states not to tax a pension. I know, as long as I can wait till I'm 65. <laughs> yeah, Wyoming's, uh, it's different in a lot of ways. It's the smallest population of any state in the United States. I think we're just over half a million in the entire state. There's no income tax. So every year when I file my taxes, I just do my federal. And it threw me off the first year because I was so used to filing income tax because I lived in California. And I moved here and I remember the first year filing my taxes. It was like I did it. And then I was trying to figure out how I could get the Wyoming one filed. And I couldn't figure out a way to do it. And then someone told me, hey, there is no income tax. So that's pretty cool. Uh, property tax is a, a kind of what it goes off. Property tax and sales tax is the main thing. And then we have tons of coal and oil and gas. And so the taxes on those, on the, the energy industry here, are really high. And that funds a lot of the state. <clears throat> Let me dog. Can I fit five fish nerds more in my Ford Flex? <laughs> Coming from Michigan to Wyoming. Yeah, clowns in a car, right? <laughs> Lumpy dog, I can fit five fish nerds more in my Ford Flex. Yeah, but we, we're pretty open. People in a small town like this, it's still not weird for people to just pop by. People still do it. Um, I remember in LA, if people did that, it was like weird. It was like, no, you call first, you make an appointment. We, there's, there's protocols to this because we have to be really, really careful. Um, here, this is a pretty safe place. People are pretty neighborly. <clears throat> now we are secure. I mean, we lock our doors, we have systems and stuff. We're, we're not idiots, I hope, <laughs> but, but it's, it's a neighborly place to live for sure. Um, G bear. So G bear commented earlier that his daughter was in an internship for theater. Uh, says she's in tech and in the directing. So that's pretty cool. Zephy. Hi, Mrs. Dan, the fishmonger. Happy birthday, Dan. Brenda's married to an old man. Yeah. Well, I'm still in my 30s until tomorrow. So right now she's married into a young man. Married into? Right now she's married to a young man. Tomorrow she'll be married to an old man. <laughs> Talked about cooking fish. You're only 40 years young. I'm 39. Yep. Me too for a few more hours. Yeah. I was talking to uh, my boss at work today and I mentioned that I was turning 40 and she looked at me. She's like, oh, please, because <laughs> she's got a couple decades on me. So, <laughs> But 40 is the new 35, right? Right. Um, OK, I see I see uh, some fish stuff happening. So. 
we'll get into that here. Sorry, it took so long, but you know, it looked like we had a lot of lot of Brenda stuff, not stuff, not a whole lot of uh, just separate fish questions. But I found one, so I'll answer it. Zelf, I have a South American puffer that keeps glass surfing the tank sides. The tank is painted on the back and sides. My puffer is looking thin and not eating bloodworms. My other two puffers are eating. Well, if it's just the one that's acting weird, then it seems like your environment's probably okay because the other two are acting normal. So I think we can rule that out. Um, and he's thin and stuff. So with only three in there, is that right? With only three in there, you... I think the general rule is you want like one or a kind of larger group. Now, I'm going to put a disclaimer in here that I've never kept Amazon puffers or South American puffers. I'm assuming those are the Amazon puffers. But I do know that even a lot of community-oriented fish, if there's only one, you're fine. If there's less than five, you often aren't. Two or three, they can gang up on each other. So that might be something to consider. Um, if he's really skinny, you might want to consider doing some kind of medication to deworm. Uh, I use metronidazole. A lot of people in the fish fam, in this you know kind of YouTube fish community, use um, uh, general cure for that. So that might be something to consider if, if he's really thin. But if he's not eating, then he's going to be thin. And the not eating might be because he's getting picked on. So without seeing the tank and observing it and everything, I can't help you a ton. But my guess is if the other two are great, that the tank's fine. And then it's probably a social dynamic going on there. Um, Zelf, that's my best guess. If anyone else has kept Amazon puffers and specifically like three in a tank, um, you know, maybe please chime in and see if we can help Zelf out. Hangar 77, glad you posted the video, the man eating clown barbs. They have gotten some great color. Better than most photos I've seen. Yeah, all the photos pretty much when you Google clown barbs are horrible. They don't have the red fins. They're all washed out. The black uh, markings on them are like pale. Even my photo on my fish store. Um, it's hard to get a good photo of that fish because they move so darn fast and they move constantly. So they are a difficult fish to get a picture of. But yeah, I'm glad you like that video, Hangar. Um, I like it too. And I think it shows their true kind of personality and their true colors and things. They're an awesome fish. And, you know, you don't see them that often. You see tiger barbs, you see cherry barbs, um, you see some others, but the clown barbs were one that I don't think you see that often. I really like them. Cory Boy Aquatics, thanks for subbing. Yes, thanks for subbing. Now I saw, I was super jealous. I saw on a live stream the other day, I think it was Aquarium Co-op, that they had it rigged so that when someone subscribed, it popped up, um, you know, like, right. Oh, this is going to take me for right. Like right here, it would pop up. And so you could see it and I got to figure out how to do that. I think that would be really cool. Sergeant. Hey, Dan, late to the stream. No worries. Glad you could made it, make it. Would you happen to have an idea when you'll have them killifish in stock and available your next order? Yeah. So I, I talked about this a, a bit earlier, Sergeant. So if you just rewatch the stream, we, we talk about it. But on the real, real quick version is I uh, communicated with the collector in Africa today. 
I've cleared through customs and I've cleared through fish and game. So now we're clear to go ahead and the guy's going to start collecting. So as soon as he can get them collected and find a flight that'll work, then we're in business. So it's kind of the balls in his court now, as far as just how long that takes him. So just waiting for him to finish up on his end. And then they'll be here shortly after that. Mr. B's Fishing Things. Hi to Jeremy. All right. Cory boy. Okay. Oh, chat skipped on me. <laughs> oh, man, when it does that. <laughs> Fishing glass. I have an abundance of Endler's Fry. What fish can I use to cull them? Pretty much anything. If it can fit in their mouth. Well, see, I'm trying to think of, so I'm assuming you're wanting to keep the fish in the endler's tank and not like scoop out the fry and put them in another tank. So assuming that, I'm trying to think of a fish that has a small enough mouth that it wouldn't be able to harm a male endler's, um, but could clear out the uh, fry pretty well. And I'm not thinking of like one specific kind of fish isn't popping to mind. Um, hmm. Small enough mouth to clean up babies, but not take in a, an adult male endler. That's a good question. Let's see. Let me think what I have in the fish room right now that could do that. You know, a lot of the smaller tetras would probably work for that. Uh, pencil fish, Beckford's pencil fish, uh, the red pencil fish, uh, Nanostomus, I think is the genus, but Beckfordi, Beckfordi, I guess. Those guys are great. They're peaceful. They wouldn't harm or bother the male endlers, but they, they're big enough that they could take out babies, I think. Um, Here's the trouble, though. I have some guppies that appeared um, in a shipment of Odessa barbs, just little retro guppies. And they're in with Odessa barbs, which are super quick and eat everything that fits in their mouth. But they're spawning in there and the babies are thriving in there. So, of course, there's some plants and things for them to hide in. But if Odessa barbs can't catch baby like, you know, wild type guppies... I don't know. What's a small dedicated carnivore? Aplicylus blocki. That would be a great one. Little killifish gets about an inch to an inch and a quarter. Um, small enough mouth that they would not harm a full-grown male endlers, but have the prey drive to really hunt after, um, after baby guppies. That one might work. Aplicylus blocki. Rice fish would probably do it. Now that I think about it, any of the Sudamugal rainbows would probably do it. Those are some places to start thinking about. Um, how about anyone else? Has anyone else in the in the stream had that issue and, and found a good solution? But yeah, I think Aplicylus blocki would be about perfect because it's a little predator and it stays really small. I wonder if a platinum half beak would work. Those tiny little half beaks. That might work too. I just, the reason I'm not 
saying it for sure is because I don't know if they could swallow a male endler or not. I'd have to like actually look at a mouth, but they don't get big. Like they stay about an inch, inch and a quarter. So that might work. All right. Those are my thoughts, fishing glass for what it's worth. Sergeant Tanks. Um, oh, already answered that one. <laughs> Mr. Beast Fishing Things says to Sergeant Tanks, don't worry about it. You really didn't miss anything. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mr. B. <laughs> uh, shameless plug for the moderator. Silly parody video here. Yeah, check out Lumpy Dog's parody video. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> Janet says... Oh, come on. You're still babies. Yeah. That's what my boss said too. 40 is the new 20. Yeah. Thanks, Janet. Hope your fish arrive well. So the other Bob says it's a behavior issue. We're talking about the puffers. Get some live black worms and add two to three more puffers. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of on the lines of what I was thinking. Janet says I have peas. Do you feed snails or fruit flies? I have three peas. I have to spread food out. Janet, I'm not sure exactly what you're asking. Um, I, I, feed, I feed snails to my fish, to my loaches. I feed fruit flies, but I'll also feed peas to my fish, like smashed up peas. So I'm not quite sure what the question is. Tampa Tom, do they sell 37-gallon tanks at PetSmart or Petco? Um, the only tanks I really pay attention to at PetSmart and Petco are your standard 10, 15, 20, uh, 40 breeder, uh, 55, you know, those kinds of tanks. I, I don't pay attention to the odd-sized ones or shaped ones, so I couldn't tell you that. But I think that if you look at both those companies' websites, you'll find it pretty quick. They might have like a bow front or something or a small cube or not small, 37 gallons or some kind of cube tank that would work. Because I have all my stuff on racks, I like uniform size tanks. So I've never looked at that. So I can't answer that. If anyone knows if they have those at PetSmart, um, please chime in. Lumpy Dog linked the video, the clown barbs eating my hand. Great. Um, oh, looks like they know. Yes, Petco has 37-gallon marine land tank kits. Cool. There you are. Thank you, Lumpy Dog. There you go, Tampa Tom. Fishing glass. Most of the fries are females, too. I think we're still talking about the endlers. As long as they're small, they'll get eaten. Tampa Tom, I hope they will do that dollar per gallon because they wouldn't do the 40 breeders at a dollar per gallon. Yeah. They're doing like 50% off nowadays or something like that. I think that the fish hobbyists just took such advantage of that sale and then didn't buy, you know, all the stuff that they were hoping is add on sales. So they had to change how they did their dollar per gallon sales to survive. I think is what happened there. <laughs> Fishing glasses, pet supplies, Plus, does 40 breeder for a dollar a gallon? Oh, that's cool. I'm going to check that out. Not that I have one locally, but I'm still going to check that out because that's good information for everyone in this hobby to know that. It'll save us some money. 
So I think at Petco and stuff, they're around 60, 65 nowadays, even on sale, if I remember right. Lumpy Dog says, Angel Fish are natural born fry eaters. That's true. Um, I just think that they could also eat a male endler would be the issue. Fishing glass. Thanks, Dan. Well, you're welcome. Again, hope it was helpful. Q Aquatics, 10 p.m. and I just poured me a cup of coffee. Let the vacation begin. Well, we better go for a while then, Susie Q. You're going to be up. <laughs> so are you off for a while? Did you just get some time off work? Is that what's going on? I hope so. Mr. B, a good stream. Thanks. Got to go late here. All right, Mr. B, thanks for coming by. I appreciate you being here. We usually do it a little different than we did tonight, but you got to see the different one first. Lumpy Dog at Q Aquatics. Congrats. Enjoy the vacation. Big hug. Yep. Bob Kaler, pea puffers. Oh, we were asking about pea puffers. Okay, let me get back up there. Sorry, I went right to fish food. Janet says, I have peas, meaning pea puffers. Do you feed snails or fruit flies? I have three peas. Have to spread food out. Yeah, they'll, in my experience, pea puffers will eat a wide range. You can get them to eat frozen bloodworms without too much trouble, frozen brine shrimp. You can, I've even seen them eat like flakes and pellets. It might take some work to get them there. Um, fruit flies, they would love, although they're probably going to have a little bit of a hard time getting them if they crawl up on the plants or onto the side or something like that, because they're not big jumpers. They don't really hunt that way. But snails, absolutely. They will destroy ram's horn snails and pond snails. So absolutely. Now, I've never had a situation where I've had to trim the beaks on pea puffers because they didn't have snails or shells of some type to, to chew on. But the caveat here is I've never kept them long term. I took care of them in stores. I took care of them um, places where I worked. But the most we would ever have them in was a month or maybe a little over a month. And then they would be sold and we'd get a new batch in. So I know that they'll eat snails. I know that they'll eat frozen foods. And, I, and we, you know, they would eat flake food and pellets too, if I remember right. Um, maybe not their favorite, but they would. But I, I don't, I've heard some things that they don't need shells to wear down their beaks. So that might be worth looking into to see. If they do, then you would need a steady supply of snails and things like that. But if they don't, you might not have to worry about that so much. But look into that. I haven't kept them that long, so I can't speak to it from my own experience. But I've heard tell that that's the case. All right. Thanks for clearing up what was meant by peas. I appreciate that, uh, Bob. Janet, pea puffers. I feed bloodworm snails and fruit flies. Yeah. Okay, cool. Janet, tracking the fish. They were in Fort Worth at two o'clock. All right. Hopefully they arrive tomorrow. Riding my motorcycle from PA to Virginia. Susie Q. Well, that sounds awesome. Sounds great. Viola. Hello. 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 Um, all right. So we've reached the bottom of the stream. We've been going for about an hour and 15 minutes. So I think it's time to shut this sucker down. If you have any last comments or questions or anything, then please leave it now so I can get to it in the next few minutes as we wrap things up. I'll be back next Wednesday at seven o'clock mountain time. 
Um, and that'll be back to the regular thing of just us talking. So I'll be getting right to the fish stuff and the questions and the comments and things from the get-go. So if you have anything specific you're working on or need help with, I'll be able to really dig in. Um, I thought it was great to have Brenda on today. I was glad she came. It, it changed the dynamic of the stream a bit though. So for those that it's their first time, um, we're, we're usually a little more focused on getting into the nitty gritty of people's questions or experiences breeding fish or shipping fish or any projects they're working on and things like that. But I hope you had fun. Um, man, she didn't make me look too bad. So she did pretty good. <laughs> um, Viola, why do I miss this exciting vid? It'll replay. You get to meet the wife, Viola. So check the replay. Lumpy Dog, great stream, Dan. Bring the fish room model back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Zelf, happy birthday, Dan. Are you getting a birthday steak? Uh, we're having a barbecue. So we're going to do, I'm going to spatchcock a chicken because that's my favorite way to cook a chicken. Uh, we're going to do some brats, some hamburgers, you know, kind of easy grill food. So no steak, but we'll have fun. Q Aquatic says, you can bring your wife anytime. I will tell her you said so. <laughs> Corey boy, good night. Thanks so much for all you do and tell Brenda thanks. Well, thanks for being here, Corey boy. It would be boring without y'alls. Janet, kiss Brenda for us all. I'll kiss her just for you, Janet. <laughs> Zelf, if not, I hope you have a good cake day. Yep, we will. We actually have kind of a weird tradition in my family. We usually do pies for birthdays instead of cakes. Um... Bob Kaler, nice stream. Thanks for introducing Brenda. Thanks. And thanks for being here, Bob. Thanks for the super chat, you and everyone else that super chatted. And uh, thanks for helping out, like clarifying. She means pea puffers, like, duh. <laughs> um, RS, aloha from the 50th and mahalo for the stream. Well, thanks, Rod. Glad you're here. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Um, Jeff Rose streamed before I went live. So I don't know if anyone's streaming right now. Um, but if you check out the Facebook page, Aquarium Livestream Info, we can find out and head there. Oh, wait, Corey Boy has a question, so I'm going to take it. Corey Boy, I do have one question on air systems. Does it have to run in a loop? Yes. Uh, it doesn't have to, but you should. If you don't, Corey Boy, what you're going to find is that the, say I just have the pump here and in uh, my finger is the pipe and I have 10 tanks along my finger. The tank here is gonna get a ton of air pressure and the tank here is gonna get a lot less. So as, if you're not in a loop, the further the tank is away from the source, from the pump, the less pressure it's gonna get. And you're gonna have a hard time making sure all the tanks get the right amount of air. You're gonna be constantly like tweaking those valves and you'll go down one day and it'll be like, hey, there's no air in this tank. And so you'll tweak it and you'll finally get it working. And then you'll go down in a few days and a different tank will be a problem. It's just, it's a long-term maintenance pain. If you loop it, what happens is the pressure is stabilized and pretty much equal throughout the entire loop. And so that is the advantage to looping it. I would highly recommend looping your air system. And by the way, free plug for Gemco. I have a linear piston pump from Gemco. It was a little pricey, but so worth it. Like it's going now and you can't even hear it. It's silent. It powers this entire room and it might be a little more expensive than some pumps, but totally worth it. So if you haven't bought the pump already, 
I've had great luck with Gemco's linear piston pumps. I'm sure there's other kinds of pumps that do great too, but just to put it out there. So Corey boy, I hope that helps, but yes, put it in a loop and it'll make your life easier. If you don't, you can get away with it, but you're going to have long-term maintenance problems. All right. Zelf, the loop air system does the same apply to CO2 also. I'm going to say yes with the caveat that I've I've never done the CO2 thing. I keep really easy, hardy plants. Um, I've never really got into serious aquascaping or plants that need CO2, so I don't know. But I assume that the principle is the same, that you're going to need to loop it in order to keep... I mean, if you only have four tanks, who cares, right? But if you have a large room, you're going to probably need to loop it to keep the pressure the same. I think the principle would be the same, Zelf. That's my guess but please verify. <laughs> Corey boy, that's what I bought, Gemco. Yeah, they're the best. I mean, they truly are. And they don't sponsor me or anything. Um, they've just, for decades, been the best. All right, thanks again, everybody. I think that wraps it up. I'll see you next Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time. And I appreciate you all being here. Um, yeah, bye-bye. <laughs>